you're about to go inside the den with your Wausau River Wolves. And now, here's your host and play-by-play voice of the Wausau River Wolves, Jake Senholz. What's going on, River Wolves fans? Jake Senholz here for episode six. I believe I I, uh, started the last episode by saying it was episode six, but that was actually episode five. So we are indeed in episode six here of the Inside the Den podcast. Uh, After a week off last week, and the reason we took a week off is because the River Wolves uh, we're down in St. Louis for five days, actually. They left on Wednesday, didn't get back until Sunday, and they took on the St. Louis Junior Blues back-to-back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back Thursday through Sunday. Uh, weren't able to grab a win um, in any of those games, but uh, I know Coach Bailey was uh, happy with the games, how they went Friday through Sunday. Uh, those were much more closely contested. Uh, River Wolves uh, able to score two goals on the Friday game, and uh, one goal in the Saturday game, unfortunately, were shut out on Thursday and Sunday. Uh, Thursday's game was a 7 to nothing loss, so we're just going to skim right over that one and, and hop into the Friday game, which was a 4-2 to result. Uh, scoring in that game for the River Wolves was Tommy Wraith. He actually opened the scoring just a minute and 49 seconds into the, uh, into the game. That one would go unassisted, and then uh, River Wolves... Uh, got the lone goal of the third period at the 4.33 mark when uh, Isaac Wickersheim, who just happens to be one of our uh, guests in the players-only segment here uh, on this episode, he uh, would net a goal at the 4.33 mark, assisted by David McDonald. A ton of penalties in that game. Three in the first period, seven in the second period, and uh, seven more in the third period. But it actually looks like a majority of them uh, on St. Louis, as Wausau only had... Six penalties called total, and what did I say? Seven, seven, fourteen. So six out of seven penalty or seventeen penalties, excuse me. Uh, not too bad for the River Wolves. In net for that game was Joseph LaForge. It was his first action in quite a while, and uh, he he had a good game. Made forty-two saves on forty-six shot attempts, so somewhere in that uh, just over ninety uh, percent save percentage. Uh, Owen Carlson, who we have talked about on this podcast before. Um, had a good game himself as well for St. Louis. Uh, so that was a 4-2 to result. And uh, the next game would be a 4-1 to result. The lone goal in that game for the River Wolves, once again coming off the stick of Tommy Wraith. So uh, Tommy netting two of the three goals that were scored for the River Wolves down in St. Louis. So he had himself uh, quite a trip. Would uh, give him the first star of the, uh, not the game, but the overall trip. Got to go to Tommy Wraith. It was Caleb Sauer in net this time. Uh, he would put up 41 saves on 45 shot attempts. And we'll let you know who played goal in the other two games as well. And that Sunday game in net was uh, Dylan Baker. So Dylan seeing some time. Uh, obviously hasn't played nearly as much as the other two goaltenders um, this, this season. But he had himself a nice game as well. 32 saves on 36 shot attempts. And uh, that is where the River Wolves, uh, that's how things ended up. 
on the back end of the uh, four-game series. The first game, again, it was a 7 to nothing loss. A tough one for the River Wolves. Um, went down a day early, uh, so we're hoping, you know, don't have those bus legs. You're ready to go on Thursday, but St. Louis was just a little bit more ready to go as they would win 7 to nothing. Caleb Sauer was in net for that game as well for the entirety of the game. He made 35 saves on 42 shot attempts. Riverwolves had their only Thursday game of the season uh, just yesterday as Rochester came to town. It was it was another one of those games just you don't match up very well against Rochester. They're 28 and 4 on the season. They're one of the better teams if not, you know, one of the best teams, top 2 best teams in the entire NA3. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with once Fraser Cup time comes around. And they opened up scoring just 20 seconds in. Uh, Dylan Schneider went on to have a hat trick and an assist, so a four-point night. Garrett Smith would have five assists on the night, including four primary assists. So River Wolves were pretty much single-handedly beat by those two, uh, those two players. Hayden Shoemake, however, would uh, get the highlight of the night, scoring his first junior goal. And it was a beauty. He took a pass from Pavel Bakhtin from beneath the goal line and then went uh, bar down over the uh, open glove hand of Zach Weiss, the goaltender for Rochester. Isaac Wickersheim would also get in on the fun and score a goal for the River Wolves. All in all, uh, not a bad game uh, put on by the Wolves. Just tough again. You know, you you let a goal in in those first opening 30 seconds. It really kind of sets the tone, especially for a team that uh, already comes in and is so dominant. So tough hole to uh, dig out of. But the River Wolves did make it a two to one game at one point. Ended up giving up a power play goal and then a goal right as the as the clock expired in the second period. Um, so uh, that's that's how things ended up in that Rochester game. No scoring at all in the third period and a pretty clean game overall. Just six penalties combined on the evening between the two teams. Uh, Caleb Sauer once again in net. Almost eclipsed that 60, that 60 save mark. I said about five minutes into the broadcast last night. Uh, he was had about 13, 14 saves already, and I said, I got a feeling this is going to be a 50-60 save night for Caleb Sauer. Indeed it was. He made 57 saves on 63 shots. Anytime you let in six goals and you still have nearly a 90% save percentage, you know uh, it's, it's a busy, busy night for the tender. A uh, couple of highlights posted over on the River Wolves Instagram, on Twitter as well, which you can find by searching Wausau R. Wolves. Uh, so Caleb Sauer came up big, made a few big saves. Uh, Zach Weiss also had a few big saves for Rochester. I said it on the broadcast as well. A lesser goalie uh, probably lets a few of those uh, Wausau shots in. Wausau was moving the puck well. Uh, on the power play they did get some open looks in front and Zach Weiss made a few really nice saves so you know a lesser goalie this could have been a 6-4 game maybe even a 6-5 type game uh, so you got to give credit where credit is due for the Rochester goalie. Uh, River Wolves now take on Milwaukee in a home-and-home -home series uh, tonight they they actually just hopped on a bus uh, as I started recording this and are traveling down to Milwaukee, hopefully looking for a win, uh, maybe even a dominating fashion, and uh, make the Milwaukee Power shake in their boots a little bit as they come up here to uh, Wausau tomorrow night. And that game, of course, a 7-10 puck drop right here from the Marathon County Ice Arena. So that's pretty much all I got for you as far as a week in review. Uh, looking forward to these next two games 
for the River Wolves here as they start to wind down their season. Still a lot of a lot of hockey left to be played in March, but unfortunately out of the running for a playoff spot. So uh, hopefully you can uh, join us for as many home games left as possible. If not, uh, you can always catch the River Wolves on HockeyTV.com. Want to remind you uh, one more time that we are going to be uh, giving away, uh, having a drawing to give away some Riverwolves apparel as the season comes to an end. In order to qualify for that, you have to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and then either rate and review it um, and, and send us a tweet, take us in an Instagram post, however you want us, uh, want to let us know that you uh, rated and reviewed the podcast. And then you can be eligible for a bonus entry as well if you share the podcast to uh, your different social media platforms just to tweet us or tag us on instagram at wasaw wolves showing us you did uh, one of those two things or both of those things and we're going to enter you into a uh, drawing for some great river wolves apparel here towards the end of the season and uh, as mentioned you can follow the river wolves online on your favorite social media by searching wasaw wolves you can always keep up with the latest and greatest in everything river wolves hockey at riverwolveshockey.com you can follow me at sent holes on sport and with that we are going to uh move on to our conversation with zach surway no coach's corner this week uh we gave head coach colin bailey and assistant coach jonah williams the week off but we do have a conversation with zach surway uh talking about the giveaways and promotions to uh, wrap up the season here and then we finish up with a conversation with uh, max best and isaac wickersheim uh, two of the players who can very much score the puck. Uh, Isaac is the uh, points leader right now and pretty much has been all season for the River Wolves. A fun little conversation with them, both local guys uh, within uh, less than a half an hour of Wausau. So make sure you stick around for that players only segment at the end of the podcast. Once again, thanks for being with us here inside the den. We're going to step aside and be right back with Zach Surway. Don't miss a minute of thrilling River Wolves hockey this season. Catch all the games streaming live on Hockey TV. Visit HockeyTV.com for more details. And welcome back inside the den. Joining me after a week off from the podcast. Actually, we all took a week off from the podcast last week, but it is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau River Wolves, Zach Surway. Zach, how you doing? Uh, haven't talked to you in a bit. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Looking forward to... Uh Finishing strong here the last couple games. we got a ton of promotions planned for the month of March, so it should be a lot of fun for people to come out and enjoy live sports. Yeah, and we've got some exciting news that we'll get to uh, in just a few minutes. But first, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what has been my favorite giveaway of the season thus far. It is those uh, pint glasses presented by Budweiser. It's got the Wausau River Wolves logo uh, on it and everything. I mean, anywhere you go, a pint glass is going to be a $10 to $15 value, and uh, you're going to get them for free here at the Marathon County Ice Arena. All you got to do is reserve a seat ahead of time. Come watch the River Wolves take on the Milwaukee Power to, uh, tomorrow night. Zach, can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, pint glass giveaway presented by Budweiser? Yeah, I think uh, as people have found out in previous giveaways here this season, you know they're going to need to arrive uh, when the door is open at 6.40 p.m. to make sure that they get their hands on that. Um, it's like you said, it's a, it's a really nice item and we're look, really looking forward to it. Thanks to our friends at Budweiser. Yeah. The quality of our giveaways this year has just been through the roof. Uh, really nice gloves, really nice hats we've given away. And now uh, these incredibly nice pine glasses as well. Once again, that is uh, presented by Budweiser and you're definitely 
going to want to show up early enough, get your hands on one of those uh, before the Wolves take on the power here tomorrow night. As Zach alluded to, we've uh, also got some other things happening in the month of March, including everybody's favorite $2 beer night. That's going on next week, correct, Zach? Yep, so our final $2 beer night of the season is happening next Saturday night, March 13th. Um, so looking forward to that one. It's always a great time. Hockey and beer, they go to, uh, together well, and we're going to look forward to enjoying that as we take on the Oregon Tradesmen. Yeah, and the River Wolves uh, own a victory, or maybe even two over the trade. I think it is uh, think two so. victories. Yeah, they had one early in the season and one just a week or two ago. So that should be a, a great contest and a great matchup. Come on down, watch the River Wolves take on the Tradesmen, and enjoy some $2 beer. And, uh, Zach, that promotion runs all the way from – uh, right before the game until mid-third period, is that correct? Yep, all the way through mid-third period, so come on down, enjoy the, the $2 beer, and uh, cheer in the River Wolves to a big victory uh, against Oregon. Yeah, you can definitely, uh, that's plenty of time to down a few $2 beers, uh, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, especially in a strange year like this, we very much appreciate all of you who have listened to the podcast, checked us out on Hockey TV, but especially those of you who have made your way down to the Marathon County Ice Arena and, and uh, enjoyed some Riverwolves hockey with us here live. So, of course, we are going to wrap up the season with a fan appreciation night. Zach, could you give us some details, uh, the date and everything on that? Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, we really, really appreciate all the support that we've received over the over the years, especially this season. I mean, um, you know, people uh, have been kind of, you know, told to, to to stay safe and stay away, and we really appreciate all the people that have trusted us to, to do something in a, in a safe environment here uh, at Marathon Park Ice Arena, and it, it's been a, a really cool thing to see throughout the course of, uh, of the season here. Yeah, and of course, we've done everything we can to uh, keep those fans safe as well. Uh, mask mandates, temperature checks, things like that. So we've all worked together all season long to uh, bring a successful uh, NA3 season here uh, in Wausau. And again, we very much appreciate all of you. So uh, come on down and enjoy uh, what we've got to, to offer you on our fan appreciation night. And uh, Zach, uh, that kind of wraps up what we've got for promotions so far this year, but we do have some big news regarding the podcast. Uh, last season to this season, we went away for uh, the entire summer and actually for the first part of the season as well. But uh, that will not be repeated this year as the podcast will live on all the way through the off season. Uh, I know I'm excited about it. You're excited about it. Um, so discussing yeah. what's going to go on with that, with that uh, podcast, obviously we're going to start in April talk about things like the NA3 draft. Uh, what else can uh, people expect out of the podcast in the offseason? Yeah, I, th I think the one thing that's really important, you know, in the offseason is obviously you're not getting the face-to-face uh, -face interaction throughout the course of the season to um, you know, keep people engaged in, in what we're doing. And I think the offseason is really an important time. Obviously, you're really at the, the point of the on the business side and then also on the side of uh, the players, it's really building for that next season. It's always exciting to find out what's going on behind the scenes as we as we build that season um, coming up in the 2021-22 season. Yeah, we've even heard in the past that a couple players who were you know contemplating coming here before they got traded here, or whatever, they've checked out the podcast, kind of tried to learn a little bit about us, hear what the players have had to say, and that goes for parents as well. Um, every everybody out there, parents, fans alike. Uh, can get to know us a little bit through the off season and uh, hear all the exciting things that we're doing uh, to get prepared for what should be a great season next year. So the podcast 
will live on. Uh, it'll be a bi-weekly podcast, so about twice a month. Maybe we'll throw in a special edition uh, here or there if uh, something big happens. But you can expect at least two podcasts a month going forward uh, until next season. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it, it's going to be, a, like I said, a good opportunity for people to stay engaged. We'll, we'll be announcing that here shortly, who the, the partner will be on uh, to help bring us that that podcast over the course of the summer. And it's uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's going to be exciting for fans to follow us all off-season long. Precisely. So, uh, again, uh, we've got the pint glass giveaway coming up tomorrow. And then we got $2 beer night and wrapping up with fan appreciation the following two weeks. Uh, Zach, we'll check back with you again next week. Thanks for a few minutes today. Go Wolves. Go Wolves. Take on winter weather with Fleet Farm. Find everything you need to keep your family safe and warm. From tires, shovels, to snow throwers, to hats, boots, and gloves. Fleet Farm's got you covered this winter season. Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. Welcome back inside the den for today's players only segment. We got a couple of uh, local kids here uh, from opposite directions of Wausau, but each one uh, very close. We've got number six, Max Best from Mosinee. We've got number two, uh, Isaac Wickersheim from Anago, Wisconsin. Obviously from Wisconsin, I guess it, that was kind of reiterating what didn't need to be said anyway. Boys, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes with me here this morning. Uh, so you guys are obviously um, from the area uh, very familiar with each other. Did you guys uh, know each other growing up? You probably you graduated the same year. Uh, you probably played against each other since you were in mites. Uh, when did you guys really first meet each other and, and realize that you uh, know each other, I guess? Uh, actually, it would have been this year. Uh, we played a little summer hockey with each other and never really noticed it until you know we came here this year and kind of talked about how we were on a team together. And Wick, were you were you familiar with Max at all beforehand? I mean, uh, you guys probably scored on each other's teams multiple, multiple times growing up. So I don't know if there any name recognition, or did you not realize uh, until this season either? Yeah, I really didn't know until this season either, but I knew of them. So, and I mean, it's hard not to know of them. Uh, obviously, you guys played in the Great Northern Conference. I'm from Anago as well, so uh, very familiar with with the conference, with the teams. Um, Mo- Mosinee. Uh, was led by Max, I think, two out of your four years you, you led in points, I believe. So, again, you know, uh, there's a sophomore out there putting up 43 points. It's going to be kind of hard not to uh, recognize him. But at the same time, Wick, you led uh, Anago in points uh, numerous times as well. So you guys both uh, you guys both had very successful high school careers. Um, did you both know, I know, Wick, I know you a little bit better personally. Obviously, we've played together in some beer leagues and stuff, and I've known Elijah pretty much my whole life. But... Um, I know you were contemplating playing junior hockey or not uh, for a while there. Uh, Max, did you always have a goal of playing like playing beyond high school, or when did you really decide you were going to keep uh, pursuing hockey? Um, yeah, I've always had the goal to play after high school. I think the real goal is to go right to college, but you know, it just didn't happen to work out like that. But then when Colin came up to me and asked if I'd like to send her for the Riverwolves, I thought be a great option to keep playing. Yeah, pre- pretty good opportunity. Um, I wish that there was a team in Wausau when I had graduated high school all those years ago. But uh, Isaac, what made you, I guess, uh, what was the final straw to make you decide that you did want to continue playing hockey? I know you skated with the Wolves a few times last year before you actually signed with the team, but what was it that pushed you over the edge? Uh, just the love of the sport and being close to home, being a little at home. 
really good man. Yeah, like I said, you know, having this team here in Wausau, that's huge, especially for for local guys. Um, Isaac, you're leading the team in points uh, again this season. Um, 17 points on the year. Uh, Max, you were leading uh, right up at the top as far as points, <laughs> and then you uh, suffered an injury, took you off the ice for quite a while. You got back for a couple games. Now you're injured again. Um, I know I was talking with Coach Bailey uh, just the other day, and they were saying, you know, feel feel bad for the kicks. He never got injured in high school. It was very durable, and now his first season has suffered a few injuries. Talk us through those injuries a little bit. What's been going on? How are you feeling right now? I know you got a, an arm sling on right now. So talk us through the injuries and uh, how you've uh, kind of handled it this season. Well, so the first injury was when I had a sprain, a high ankle sprain, and that happened against Rochester uh, about a month, month and a half ago. And, uh, you know, I went through physical therapy and all that to make sure I could get back as fast as possible. And then I got back two or three weeks ago, got about five games in, and then Went to go help Isaac in the corner and happened to take a digger and dislocated my shoulder. And it's been quite the experience lately with injuries. So so what's the latest update? Are you, do you think you're done for the season? Or are you going to get a few more games in before we're, we're finished here? Uh, I'm probably done for the season just uh, for my sake of, you know, getting back to being healthy. Sure. I don't really know if pushing it to come back for the last couple of weeks is really something I need to do. Sure. I mean, and that makes, that makes total sense, especially, uh, unfortunately, you guys not like battling for a playoff spot or anything like that. So it does make sense to take care of yourself and, you know, look to towards the future. Um, Isaac, you've been having a, a, a great year though. Started a lot of games. You've obviously, like I said, leading the team in points. Uh, just talk us through the season a little bit, um, other than just, you know, going out there and enjoying the game. Um, what have you kind of learned about yourself? Where have you seen yourself develop as a player, taking that next step from since high school? Uh, I know kind of a, a tough one here, but uh, uh, where have you seen yourself grow as a hockey player, I guess is the easy way I could put it. Um, I know I made a joke one. last night on Instagram. I was like, way to, way to hit the net. You Wickershimes have a long legacy of uh, missing the net, uh, especially in you know wide open scoring opportunities, but you buried one last night, an absolute beautiful two-on-one, I think. Uh, was it Bosick that set you up on that one? Yeah, so uh, good-looking highlight, which you can see over at uh, Wausau R. Wolves on Instagram. But anyway, back to the question. Um, where have you grown as a hockey player? I definitely think in the shooting aspect of my game, being able to pick my corners and hit the net, actually. So uh, I think that's been helping me out this year a lot. And that's always something you can continue to work on, too. I mean, shots can always get better. And um if, if that's your, uh, you know, your low point as a hockey player, uh, again, you can shoot a bunch of pucks. You can, you can get, always get better, get more accurate. Um, you use, you're a pretty big kid uh, as well out there. You use your size quite a bit. Um, do you think, uh, do you like being physical? Do you, do you, I didn't really get a chance to watch you in, in too much in high school, but uh, you think um, being one of the bigger kids out there, like you could uh, up, I don't know, up the intensity or like throw your body around a little bit more? Or is that not really your like style of play? Yeah, I actually do like throwing the body a lot, making the big hits, getting a spark whenever you need it. I think, didn't you have a big hit last night in last night's game? Uh, oh somebody God. had it, somebody blew somebody up in the corner really early on. I thought well, it might've been you, Ethan. but Ethan, yeah, Ethan. Um, so anyway, uh, just a few, uh, 
few personal questions here too, and then we'll uh, wrap this up because I know obviously you guys got to hop on a bus, head down to Milwaukee. But um, what did you guys do? Uh, you guys obviously just spent five days on the road in St. Louis. What did you guys do besides playing hockey? Was there any uh, team team bonding activities down there, or did you guys do something that stuck out in your mind? Uh, how'd you spend your off time down in St. Louis? Uh, so we went to the Ark first day we were there. Is that pretty cool? I've never seen the Ark. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, it's a piece of metal. <laughs> yeah, big piece of metal. I mean, I don't know, there was mostly it was a lot of hotel time, just kind of hanging around with teammates and stuff, but we'll make the best of what we had. Who'd you guys room with? Me, Max, and Trey. Pretty good group. Oh, yeah. Pretty good we group. A lot of chow. Yeah. A lot of chow. Who's the best chow player on the team? Probably Max West. That's for sure. Hey, yeah. I mean, no. we got uh, we got somebody else chiming in over there trying to trying to uh, come for your title, Max. Maybe maybe at the end of the season you guys could put together like a River Wolves uh, Chow tournament and really see who's king. But don't even need to do that. I know I'm king. <laughs> well, you've also uh, spent a little time, a little more time off the ice than your uh, teammates yeah. here this year. So maybe you've been getting to practice a little I bit more. I more practice off ice than I do on ice this year. So sure, sure. Uh, but Chell, I mean, being dominant at Chell is always fun. That's always been a staple of hockey tournaments, youth hockey tournaments all the way through. Um, Isaac, our brothers played together and won five state championships together. Whenever I think about that, I just how jealous. How jealous are you? Because I've always been jealous. I've made, I've made the state tournament one time in my life, and it's because we hosted it. So our brothers won five of them together. Uh, any any jealousy on your part? Definitely, but it's also pretty cool having my brother accomplish that. Oh, definitely. And, like, he's your older brother. My brother is younger. So, you know, you got to like, look up to him doing that. I got to, you know, uh, watch my little brother do it. So it's it's pretty cool. And they dominated a lot of those states. I mean, some of the final games were like 10 to 2, 8 to 1. Like, they just absolutely destroyed kids. So I always enjoyed watching them play together. Um, you guys, your teammates are making their way to the lobby here. So I know you guys got to get going soon. So uh, one last question for you guys. Um, well, outside of maybe this year, um, finishing strong this year, winning a couple more games, uh, what would make you guys happy? Um, as far as you know, accomplish things that you accomplished this season, or what you're looking forward to uh, in the next season of hockey. Obviously, Max, you just want to get back on the ice. You want to be healthy, but uh, beyond that, what are you uh, looking forward to in your years to come in hockey here? Um. Well, you know, I <clears throat> being injured, you know, I'd like to see the boys finish as strong as they can. Obviously, um, it all comes down to becoming a family more than anything now that we're not pushing for a playoff spot. So building chemistry and friendships for next year, you know, making them stronger than what they already are, could be a huge goal for us. And you know you guys match up well against Milwaukee. You, know, you beat them already this season. So uh, looking for, you know, hopefully back-to-back -back wins in this home-and-home -home here. Isaac, we'll wrap things up after you, but what are you looking forward to uh, throughout the rest of the season, but obviously uh, uh, in the years to come as well? Uh, definitely finishing strong, not getting creamed anymore. Yeah. Putting up a good match. Uh, definitely just keep playing. Looking forward to keep being on the ice. That's all hockey players ever want to do is just keep playing, man. So, all right. Thanks for a few minutes here, guys. We went over 10 minutes, so I kept you a few minutes longer than I told you I would. But anyway, uh, best of luck this weekend uh, against Milwaukee. And, and Max, I hope you heal up well and, and you're back to full strength soon. All right, thank so, you. Yep, thanks, boys.
Hey, Riverwolves fans, upgrade your windows and doors this spring. Visit our partners at Exquisite Windows and Doors to request a free quote. Visit exquisitewindowsanddoors.com.